Sri Sai Sacharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, by Hamadpant, a modern rendering by Monica Pinakanda. Guru Chapter 4 In the last chapter, I described the circumstances which led me to write the Sri Satcharitra. Let me now describe the coming of Baba to Shirdi. Mission of the Saints Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Whenever there is a decay of dharma, righteousness, and arise in unrighteousness, I manifest myself. For the protection of the virtuous, the destruction of the vicious, and the establishment of righteousness, I manifest myself in age after age. This is the mission of the Lord and the sages and saints who are his representatives. They appear at appropriate times, and work in their own way to set matters right by their words and action, including when spiritual preceptors are not respected but are dishonored. There is no respect for spiritual teachings. People think themselves very learned. People partake of forbidden foods and intoxicating drinks. People indulge in malpractices under the guise of spirituality. People of different sects fight among themselves. Brahmins fail to do their spiritual practices. Yogis neglect their meditation. People think that wealth, children, and wife are their sole concern and turn away from the path of liberation. The saints and sages serve as beacons of light and show the true path for us to follow. In this way, many saints, such as Nivriti, Jnanadev, Muktabai, Namdev, Gora, Gonai, Eknath, Tukaram, Narahari, Narsibai, Sajan Kasai, Sawata, Ramdas, and others appeared at various times to show the way to the people. And so Sri Sai Baba came to Shirdi. Shirdi, 
a holy gathering place. The banks of the Godavari River in the Ahmednagar district are very fortunate. They have given birth and refuge to many a saint, prominent among them being Yaneshwar. Shirdi also falls in the Ahmednagar district. After crossing the Godavari River at Kopargarn, one finds the way to Shirdi. When you go nine miles, you come to Nimgan. From there, Shirdi is visible. Shirdi is as famous and well-known as other holy places on the banks of the Krishna River. As Damaji blessed Mangalaveda and caused it to flourish, as Ramdas blessed Sajangad, and Sri Narasimha blessed Saraswatiwadi, so did Sainath bless and make Shirdi flourish. Baba's Personality It is on account of Baba that Shirdi grew in importance. Let us see what sort of person Sai Baba was. He conquered samsara, worldly bondage, which is very difficult and hard to cross. Peace and mental calm was his ornament, and he was the repository of all wisdom. He was the home for Vaishnava, or Vishnu devotees. He was the most generous and the quintessence of all essences. He had no love for perishable things and was always engrossed in self-realization, which was his sole concern. He felt no pleasure in the things of this world or in the world beyond. His heart was as clear as a mirror, and his speech always rained nectar. Rich or poor were the same to him. He did not know or care for honor or dishonor. He was the Lord of all beings. He spoke freely and mixed with all people, saw the acting and dancing of the Nauch girls, and heard Gajal songs. Still, he swerved not an inch from his samadhi. The name of Allah, God, was always on his lips. While the world was awake, he slept, and while the world slept, he was vigilant. Inside, he was as calm as the deep sea. His ashram, hermitage, could not be determined, nor could his actions be definitely determined. Though he lived in one place, he knew all the transactions of the world. His darbar, or inner circle, was imposing. Daily, he told hundreds of stories. Still, he swerved not an inch from his silence. Whether he leaned against the wall of the masjid or walked towards Lendi and the Chavadi, he was always abiding in the self. Though a siddha, he acted like a sadhaka or spiritual practitioner. He was modest, humble, egoless, and pleased all. Such was Sai Baba. 
As Sai Baba's feet walked on the soil of Shirdi, it attained extraordinary importance. As Yanishwar elevated Alandi, and as Eknath did to Python, so Sai Baba raised Shirdi. Blessed are the leaves of grass and stones of Shirdi, for they could easily kiss the holy feet of Sai Baba. To devotees, Shirdi became another Pandarpar, Jagannath, Dwarka, Banaras, Rameshwar, Badrikadar, Nasik, Triambakeshwar, Ujjain, Mahakaleshwar, or Mahabaleshwar Gokarn. Contact with Sai Baba and Shirdi was like our Veda and Tantra. It quieted our samsara, or worldly bondage, and made self-realization easy. The darshan, or seeing, of Sri Sai was our yoga sadhana, our spiritual practice, and talking with him removed our sins and karmas. Shampooing his legs was our bath in Triveni Prayag, and drinking the holy water from his feet destroyed our desires. To us, his commands were Vedas, and accepting his Udi, sacred ash, and prasad, blessed food, was all purifying. He was our Sri Krishna and Sri Rama who gave solace. He was our Parabrahma, our absolute reality. He was beyond the pair of opposites, never dejected nor elated. He was always engrossed in his self as existence, consciousness, and bliss. Surety was his center, but his field of action extended far and wide. Sai Baba's fame spread far, and people from afar came to take his darshan and be blessed. By mere darshan, the minds of people, whether pure or impure, would at once become quiet. They received the same unparalleled joy that devotees had at Pandapar by seeing Lord Vital. This is not an exaggeration. Consider what a devotee says in this respect. Statement of an old devotee. An old devotee named Gulibuva, who was about 95 years old, was a pilgrim of Pandapar, the center of worship for Lord Vitoba. He stayed for eight months at Pandapar and four months on the banks of the Ganges River. He had a donkey to carry his luggage and a disciple as his companion. Every year when he made his trip to Pandarpar, he came to Shirdi to see Baba, whom he loved most. He used to stare at Baba and say, This is Vital incarnate, the merciful Lord of the poor and the helpless. He attested that Sai Baba was real Vitoba. Lord Vital appears. Sai Baba was very fond of remembering and singing God's name. He always uttered Allah Malik, which means God is one. 
and made others sing God's name continuously in his presence, day and night for seven days. This is called Namasapta. Once he asked Dasganu to do the Namasapta, Dasganu replied that he would do it, providing that Lord Vital would appear at the end of the seventh day. Then Baba, placing his hand on his chest, assured him that Lord Vital would appear, but the devotee must be sincere and devoted. The Dankapuri of Takurnath, the Pandaria Vital, and the Dwarka of Krishna are all in surety. One need not go far to see Dwarka. Will Vital come here from some place outside? He is here. Only when the devotee is bursting with love and devotion will Vital manifest himself in surety. After the Sapta was over, Vital did manifest himself in the following manner. Kakasaheb was sitting in meditation after his bath when he saw Lord Vital in a vision. When he went for Baba's darshan at noon, Baba asked him directly, Did Vital come? Did you see him? He is a very absentee fellow. Catch him firmly, otherwise he will escape if you are a little inattentive. This happened in the morning, and by noon there was another Lord Vital darshan, a vendor who had come from outside to sell pictures of Vital. This picture exactly matched the image that appeared in Kakasaheb's vision. On seeing this and remembering Baba's words, he was very surprised and delighted. He bought a picture of Vital and placed it in his shrine for worship. Baba leads man to worship. How fond Baba was of Vital worship is illustrated in Bhagavan Trao Kshisagar's story. Bhagavan Trao's father was a devotee of Lord Vitoba and made annual trips to Pandapur. He also had an image of Lord Vitoba that he worshipped at home. After his death, the son stopped all forms of, of the family's worship to Vitoba. When Bhagavan Trao came to Shirdi, Baba immediately said to him, His father was my friend, so I dragged the son here. Because he never offered naivaja, or an offering of food, he starved Vital and me. So I brought him here. I shall scold him now and have him start to do worship. Baba gives miracle bath to Dasganu. The Hindus think that a bath in the Prayag, the confluence where the Ganga and the Yamuna rivers meet, is very meritorious. Thousands of pilgrims go there for a sacred bath. Once, Dasganu thought that he should go to Prayag for a bath and came to get Baba's permission. Baba replied, It is not necessary to go so far. Our Prayag is here, believe me. Then, wonder of wonders, when Dasganu placed his head on Baba's feet, outflowed streams of Ganga and Yamuna water from both of Baba's toes. Seeing this miracle, Dasganu was overwhelmed with feelings of love and adoration and was full of tears. 
He was so inspired, he burst into a song in praise of Baba and his Leelas. Baba's first appearance in Shirdi, the Four Flames, and his Guru's Samadhi. No one knew the parents, birth, or birthplace of Sai Baba. Many inquiries were made, many questions were put to Baba and others, but no satisfactory information has yet been obtained. Practically, we know nothing about these matters. Namdev and Kambir were not born like ordinary mortals. They were found as infants in Mother of Pearls. Namdev was found on the banks of the Bimrati River and Kabir on the banks of the Bhagirati River. Similar was the case with Sai Baba. For the sake of bhaktas, his devotees, he first manifested himself as a young lad of 16 under a neem tree in Shirdi. Even then, he seemed to be full with the knowledge of Brahman. He had no desire for worldly objects, even in dreams. He kicked out maya, illusion, and mukti, liberation, was serving at his feet. One old woman of Shirdi, the mother of Nanasaheb Chopdar, described him then. This young lad, fair, smart, and very handsome, was first seen under the neem tree, seated in an asana, the lotus posture. The people of the village were wonderstruck to see such a young lad practicing austerities, not minding the heat or cold. By day he associated with none. By night he was afraid of no one. People wondered from where this young lad had turned up. His form and features were so beautiful that a mere look endeared him to all. He went to no one's door, always sat near the neem tree. Outwardly, he looked very young, but his actions demonstrated that he was truly a great soul. He was the embodiment of dispassion and a mystery to all. One day, it so happened that the god Kandoba possessed the body of a devotee. People began to ask him, Deva, God, please, who is this blessed son's father, and from where did he come? The god Kandoba asked them to bring a pickaxe and dig in a particular place. When it was dug, bricks were found underneath a flat stone. When the stone was removed, a corridor in which four samayis, or lights, were burning and led to a cellar where cow-mouth-shaped structures, wooden boards, and necklaces were seen. Kandoba said, This lad practiced penis here for twelve years. When the people began to question the lad about this, he diverted them by telling them that it was his guru's holy spot and requested them to guard it well. The people then closed the corridor as before, as Aswata and Audumbar trees are held sacred. Baba regarded the neem tree at this holy spot as equally sacred 
and loved it most. Malsapati and other Shirdi devotees regard this site as the Samadhi Stana, or burial place, of Baba's guru and prostrate before it. Resting places for devotees are built in Shirdi. Hari Vinayak Sate bought the surrounding space around the Neem tree and erected a big building. This wada, or pilgrim dwelling, initially was the only resting place for pilgrims who flocked to Shirdi. A platform was built around the Neem tree and lofts with steps were constructed. Under the steps, there is a niche facing south and devotees sit on the platform facing north. It is believed whoever burns incense there on Thursday and Friday evenings will, by God's grace, be happy. After some years, Dixit's Wada was also constructed. Kakasaheb Dixit, who was the solicitor of Mumbai, had gone to England and injured his leg in an accident there. The injury could not be healed by any means. Nana Saheb advised him to go see Baba. So he went to see Sai Baba in 1909, but requested him to cure the lameness of his mind rather than of his leg. He was so happy from Baba's darshan that he decided to reside in Shirdi. So he built a wada for himself and other devotees. The foundation of this building was laid on December 10, 1910. On this day, two other important events took place. Dada Sahib Kaparde was given permission to return home, and the night arti in the Chavadi commenced. The water was complete and became inhabited on Ramanavami Day, Lord Rama's birthday, in 1911, with due rites and formalities. Another wada, a palatial building, was built by the famous millionaire, Mr. Bhuti of Nagpur. A lot of money was spent on this building, but it was well utilized, as Sai Baba's body is now resting there. It is now called the Samadhi Mandir. The site of this mandir formerly had a garden which was watered and looked after by Baba. And so, three wadas were built. Of these, Sate's wada was the most useful to all in the early days. Pranams to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.